Welcome to our January 22nd worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. Be brave enough to ask for help when you need it. There is no merit badge for doing all the hard things alone. May the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ be with us in this time of conversation, and may God reveal to us those who are there for us to help us. Please enjoy this time of worship. Amen. Let's join together for our call to worship. When will the night be over? God's light is shining. When will the darkness end? God's light is shining. When will the path of Christ be clear? God's light is shining. God's light is shining. God's light is shining indeed.
So here's Noah built this enormous, enormous ark for all of these animals. And they just kept coming and coming and coming Two, two of every animal because we had to repopulate the earth after the flood, right? So here they're coming and they keep coming. They keep coming because God had a plan. God had a plan to get all of these animals safe. And then here comes Noah's family because they have to repopulate the earth, right? So more and more animals and more people, they're all coming onto this itty bitty living space onto this boat. And then they're on the boat and the waters come. But Noah trusted God because God's been right for him all along. God has never let Noah down. Even when everyone thought that Noah was crazy, God was always, always there for him. So after a while, the rain stopped, but there was still water everywhere. So Noah waited a little bit longer. He sent out one bird, bird didn't come back. Sent out another bird. Bird came back, but nope, nothing really. The bird came back again. All right, pretty good. And then a rainbow. That rainbow was God's promise. And that promise was that everything was going to be okay. That God promised that he would take care of us in the stormiest of seasons. And that is our promise back and forth to all of us. So just remember that God's always there for you. Like I've been saying all month, God is there for us and God has a plan for us. And like I said last week with that really cool Lego set, same thing. Big, big, big Lego set. Itty bitty living space. And God's always there for you. I love the Noah story. It's so much fun. What's your favorite animal on that ark? I always loved the elephants and I liked the tigers. And I always wondered how much of friends they would have been on that ship. Would have been pretty cool, right? I'm ready for next week where we're going to talk a little bit more about new things that were in the beginning. Let's join together in prayer. God of radiant light, bless us this day. Shine into our lives and dispense the darkness that dims our vision. Shine into our world and cast out the fears that long have chained us. Shine into our worship that we may be a people of your hope and promise. As Amen. we continue on this time of prayer, let's join together in the prayer that Jesus Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
precious and loving God, we thank you for your spirit that works with us, that walks beside us, that, that moves through our everyday as our guide. Today, as we look at the necessity of finding a teammate, someone to work with, to serve with, to grow with, we ask that you touch our hearts and inspire us. Precious God, please be real with us through this conversation. And in your son's precious name I pray. Amen. It's a blessing to look at this scripture today as we pray through the Exodus movement. As we celebrate Moses as the beacon leader, the one looked towards for guidance. But we also pray through the reality that the one that we look towards for guidance also needs support in that guidance. An individual who is a caregiver who also needs to have a support system in their lives to do things that even they may not be fully able to accomplish alone. So as I prayed through this concept today for, for this conversation, it, this immediately began to feel like a sermon that it would be inappropriate to give alone. To talk about the importance of, of community as a solo voice so today, as, as we share in this sermon, as we share in this conversation, I have brought in my tag team partner to share in this narrative with me. As we look at different varying examples, not just through Moses and Aaron, Moses the visual leader up front, but Moses needing Aaron to be his mouthpiece. Moses was gifted and called to be the beacon. But Moses had a speech impediment. So to be able to articulate the path that they were going to follow, to be able to articulate the path that Moses was being called to lead, he needed a voice to join him. He needed a voice for when he felt voiceless. So moving forward with his brother Aaron as the communicator, we see this example and this imagery as a team, both equipped with very specific skills, but those skills drawn together so that they could accomplish a greater Task. So today, as I love to do, as, as many of you know, that I participate in a podcast with my kids that we use popular culture references to talk about dealing with living. I want to use that format today, and I have asked my oldest child to join us. Say hello. Hello. And I would like to use this conversation today to share other examples like Moses, the visual leader, and Aaron, the communicator. How people are gifted in different ways to help each other. 
use their gift to get to places they couldn't get to on their own. Moses, the visual leader, Aaron, the speaker, each heightening the other where that they stopped to help the other get to where they could never dream of going on their own. Helping this Exodus movement make it to the promised land. So I have asked you, dear child, to please share some examples of people working together in any medium of pop culture, people working together and using their gifts together to accomplish something they couldn't do on their own. You'll share the pop culture and I'll lay I'll lay the faith down underneath it. Does that sound cool? Sounds cool. Okay. So what are some examples that you came up with after I asked you to go on this task with me? Um, one thing, music's a big part of my life. Music's a big part of all of our lives. Can you share how big music is a part of your life? At the end of the year, Spotify oh, yeah. puts <laughs> out this this list of what you listen to and how many hours you listen to music and so forth. I'm not I'm not asking you to give the exact number because I don't expect you to be able to just pull that off of the top of your head. But but if you happen if I happen to speak long enough that you can pull up your stats. Share this is how important music is to this kid. Um I last it last year Two years, yeah, technically two years ago, I had like over 150,000 hours on Spotify listening to music, and this year it was a little bit less with 142,307 hours listening to music. Okay, you said that pretty quickly. And there may be somebody out there who said, wait a minute, did I mishear that? Can you say that number a little bit slower? Okay, so- I'm a fast talker. Um, this this past year, 2022, I listened to 142,307 hours of music. I wanted to make sure that no one missed the word thousand. 142,000 hours of music. As we all know from the play Rent, there's 500 well how many 525,600 minutes in a year you that's you listen to music almost all day long to get anywhere close to to those minutes right yeah that's so music is important so you're about I I cut you off as I do in our podcast quite frequently share Share and, share this reference that you were building up. And my, music's important. Music's important. And my top band uh, that I was a part of the zero point zero one percent of listeners of. All right, can we in the world like top zero point zero one? Can you can you please in the world <laughs> in three what three billion people? Something yeah. Eight, 8 billion people, but I don't know how many of them have Spotify. <laughs> 0.05%. So you are better than a one percenter. <laughs> okay. What's that, man? Um, Queen. Queen. 
So what's your narrative? Well, each of each members of Queen are very, very talented. One of the greatest guitarists, Brian May. One of the greatest singer-songwriters, Freddie Mercury. One of they they all all members of Queen, John Deacon, T- Roger Taylor, Brian May, and Freddie Mercury. They all wrote songs together. They all had a specific task that they had to do that no one else could do. And they were all most successful when they were working together and they were using all their talents together. Roger Taylor, superb drummer. Brian May. Sorry, let's 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 give him his right title. Sir, Sir. Doctor Brian. Is it Carol also May. Sir Roger Taylor? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, but Roger Taylor's superb drummer. Yes. Okay, Sir Doctor Brian May. <laughs> excellent, excellent guitar player. Mm-hmm. Your mom made this reference, and I agree with it. It's as much as you hear someone talk and you know it's that person talking. When you hear Brian May play guitar, you know that's Brian May. Mm-hmm. And Freddie, mm, mm, uh, wait, excuse me, John Deacon, bass player. Bass player. <laughs> he wrote good songs. He he helped do like that iconic intro to Under Pressure. He wrote a okay. lot of songs. You know what? And that is an iconic riff. And that it's so iconic, even master rapper Vanilla Ice <laughs> had to use it in his song. So and you're right. He also wrote You're My Best Friend. He wrote You're My That yeah. that's a John Deacon that's song. That's a John Deacon song. Okay then. But that, that excellent Deacon, musician John you know, Deacon. Goes further to show that while they were all talented on their own when they they were their strongest together. Yes. And I have to say this. The greatest musical performer ever. Would you agree? I would agree with that. Freddie Mercury. Does Freddie Mercury become a musician without finding John Deacon and S- Sir Dr. Brian May? I don't think I, and so. Roger, excuse and me, Roger, Roger Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Does, does... Sir Dr. Brian May become a world-renowned guitar player without Freddie Mercury. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm going to tell you right now, I love Roger Taylor, and he's an excellent drummer. My man's a dentist (laughs) without Freddie Mercury. So it does. It really takes them combining together for them to become what they became. Right? Yes. The showmanship of Freddie Mercury. Just. All right. So how cool is a guy that not only are the world's greatest guitar player, one of the world's, I'll say one of the world's greatest guitar players. Yeah. But you're also, uh, what is he? What An is, astrophysicist. A- astrophysicist that wrote papers and Award-winning papers, uh-huh. but he's an astrophysicist. But he's probably not the. He's not known as a guitar player. <laughs> Roger Taylor's a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes them all working together and filling in the spots where the other lost. 
And that one spot, Freddie Mercury was a linchpin as the performer that got it going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get another example. Another example, while it is, I don't, I guess people would call it childish. I don't know. I love them. They're, I love grow. I grew up on them. They're my favorite. Um, the the mystery gang. Mystery the Scooby Inc. gang. The Scooby gang. Mystery Inc. Yes. I'm down. I'm down. Explain. <laughs> Explain this one. Explain how each is pivotal in the other's life. I just... They're all... It's all like a big puzzle piece. If you watch the um, the live action, the first live action movie, they touch on it. If you watch the new... The feature-length animated film that came out over over streaming because it came out off of a COVID, During they COVID. touch upon it. Yeah. Each of them have their own specific role that if one member of the group wasn't there, it wouldn't function the, the same. Yeah. Velma is the brains. She is the person that helps figure it out, and she sets everyone on the right track. She's like, this is where we need to go next. This is how this connects to this. Yes. Fred is the is is the muscle he's the body he he he's he's funny he not funny but like he's a strong man he makes all the traps he helps catch the bad guy he helps kind of he brings the gang where they need to go they're all in his van they're all in his mystery he's the chauffeur he's the chauffeur and the muscle you don't want to mess with him he's like um i can't think of his name that was with um Ted DiBiase. What's his name? Virgil. Virgil. He's the muscle in the chauffeur. He gets them all where they where they need to go. Did you really pull out a Virgil reference? I'm sorry. I love you yeah. so much right now. Okay. Keep going. Um, Daphne has, well, they might think of her as the person that gets captured and they have to save. She's not... She helps find stuff. She is able to look at different places that the others might not look because of her background in uh, how much she loves and she knows so much about makeup. She's able to use that skill to find fingerprints. She's able to show like, oh, well, that's not a best. That's a prosthetic. This is how they're able to do that. Yes. And the two goofballs. And if you use the Sarah Michelle Geller oh, yeah. rendition mad karate skills mad karate skills she becomes the new muscle yes she got the mad karate skills yes and and while they are the two lovable comic relief goofballs scooby and shaggy (laughs) they are there as they are as they say in all the films they're the heart of the team they help get everyone filled up on their food they are the the tools that that fred uses to to trick the monster to trick the bad guy into following them into their trap they accidentally fall upon clues sometimes they're the bait they're the bait (laughs) okay and they stumble into the clues and sometimes our gift is being willing to be aware when we're not aware to see something that pops up in front of us finding things in the unexpected Mm -hmm. yeah 
and it's the and it's their strong friendship relationship that really helps glue them all together and keep them together how much they love and care about each other to stop Velma from probably going off on her own and solving it all at once but yeah 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 awesome all right did you have one more I do have one more all right let's do one more and then I'll lay the faith track back down and we'll say amen (laughs) okay what's one more one more it's one of the most it's probably one of marvel's most iconic groups while they are all powerful on their own when they're together they each have a specific skill set that helps them defeat their bad guy the wonder twins oh you're so close (laughs) so close i was going with the (laughs) x-men all the x-men that they're all really powerful on their own they all have one specific power that but when they all work together and use their gifts mm-hmm. that together they're able to really defeat whatever task is upon them flawlessly. They're super easy. While, yes, Wolverine can just kind of go in, claws a-blazing, and just hope for the best. But if he doesn't have Professor X or Jean Grey helping him um, open doors into places that he can't go on his own... Iceman helping him like close doors and stuff and Cyclops helping another be another muscle on his side Beast making machines and everything using his beast mode to go out and <laughs> help him They won't be able to be as strong alone as they are together with their gifts And you know what else that I like about the X-Men and I want you to speak about this for a second The greater culture the greater society sees their gifts as feared disabilities. Mm-hmm. They actually, what they bring in as a strength, and they need each other to support them in this, is the fact that everyone outside of them sees it as a feared negative. Because the X-Men was, was this image in the 60s of, the the battle for equality right you you deal with this narrative of laws being made against mutants and anybody that doesn't fit the norm of Mm -hmm. a mutant share about that yeah deadpool kind of jokingly says it as a metaphor of racism in the 60s but yeah it's in in a light that people might not have understood it or when people can't understand it because it it's not them when you read an x-men comic or you watch an x-men movie it forces you to get in the place that like oh what if i had a mutant power i think it would be all cool and great but look at all these barriers that are then thrust upon me that block me from ex- from kind of existing the way I want to that people are scared of me they make big machines and monsters to to stop me and to stop people that might have give birth to mutant children or mutant grandchildren from existing just to stop them from having mutants in the world and all and and them working through that stereotype together empowering each other mm-hmm. and that's the whole narrative with Aaron and and, and Moses 
<laughs> I nailed all the pop culture references and the preacher man can't say Moses. <laughs> but that's the narrative of, of Aaron and, and Moses, that them working together, trying to a, escape, escape oppression, an oppressed place, and get these dear friends to a place where that they are uh, have truly reached the promised land of safety like the X-Men. They're trying to make the world safe for everyone. And they're trying to make the world safe against the ones that are extracting revenge instead of working equality. Which is completely the narrative of the Exodus movement. So Thank you for participating with me in this. Thank you for sharing with me in this conversation. And and it just felt awkward to, to talk about the importance of community talking alone. So thank you for being a part of this sermon with me. Precious God, thank you for these words. Thank you for this time with my kid. And thank you for the celebration of what community can do. Help us find the pieces that we're missing. And in your son's precious and loving name I pray. Amen. I'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org. And click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org. And click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.
you once again for joining us in worship. Let's join together in our closing benediction. Choose to follow God's light. We will live in the light. Choose to be disciples of holy love. We will bring love to our world. Lean on one another as you bring light and love to the world. May the Lord Jesus Christ bless you and may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. God is love. Amen.